0: Pod Boys Productions. All right, welcome back to the Small Council Podcast on Brooklyn Rebound Network. With your boy, your king, your grace, king of the pod, Drew. I'm once again sequestered in my own chambers, hiding out uh, in or around the Echo Park. If you haven't been keeping track of my long saga on this podcast, I'm still uh, hiding out from my enemies. It's kind of like we don't know who they are specifically. I don't know if it's a a Ramsey Bolton situation when... You know, he, he blamed uh, killing his own father and just saying that, uh, you know, a few seasons ago, saying he was poisoned by his enemies. Was my my keep taken over by my enemies or is it a lie, like Ramsey's telling? It's really hard to parse this to figure it out, but I'm going to try to get to the bottom of that. Most likely, I'm just going to end up talking with my counsel about uh, Season 8, Episode 2 of Game of Thrones. But before we get to that, I've got my Lord Hand here. Let's see if he has any more updates for me, uh, on anything, I guess, but specifically on my, my supposed enemies. Lord Hand.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, it's your boy just, uh, back from a weekend trip to the Midwest to, uh, you know, dig up some clues, look in some old master's books to, uh, figure out what went wrong and...
0: Now, now you, you dug in some old books because, like, what happened to me wasn't that, you know, it was, it was, I would call it recent history. I don't think, uh... What do the books have to tell you about this?
1: You're old as fuck, my guy.
0: Well, I know, but I'm not a, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. But, you know, what I'm concerned about is my Casterly pod, you know, a little bit over a year ago getting uh, ransacked or me getting forced out. So it's not like, you know, there's books are going to... Well, maybe they are. I don't know. What did you find out? I shouldn't cut you off, I guess.
1: What if I told you the entire borough of Queens had been, you know, just obliterated, hmm? just up in wildfire? And it that's said, what happened to Castle Pod.
0: Wait, it said that in, in an old, dusty a book? Uh, it wasn't that dusty. Okay. <laughs> on a somewhat old, maybe slightly weathered little specks of dust book. Well, is Queen's, I mean, you're still in, in the area. It Did Queen's get destroyed in wildfire? It wasn't on the news.
1: I mean, I haven't been to Queen's since, I guess, last April, so possibly.
0: Last April. It very I mean, well could have. I mean, last April, it's currently April, so that was about a year. I mean, that's about the time I was forced to leave, I guess
1: that uh you're reading too much into that just you need to go ahead and move on from that
0: okay by the way you know i can see you. what what's a what are those green jars behind you on, on your chair there
1: <laughs> don't worry about that either uh, nothing that i recently found
0: all right well i'll assume it's like they're cat toys or something that would probably make sense for you so
1: right definitely no 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 ongoing work here
0: well, there's another mystery at hand here, a uh, Lord Hand. You know, on the past couple episodes of the Small Council, you know, when I'm doing my, I, I'm calling it episodes because it's a podcast, of course, but really it is like a real small council where I need my advisors. Now, some of my advisors ha- I haven't heard from in quite a long time. You know, my Master of Whispers, hopefully we can get her on again sometime. You know, my Master of Coin, I don't know where she is, but, you know, Lordnum, who doesn't really have a position in my cabinet, I guess. He's just more of like a general advisor, but he's been helping us out lately. He's kind of like the comic relief advisor, I guess. He's not in the council room today. What's going on there? Do you have intel on that?
1: I never know what's going on with that boy. He may be just fucking around in the godswood. I don't know. Just jacking off in the godswood.
0: I mean, do you think you can send some of your your birds out or whatever you have to...
1: Mine are called fleas.
0: Okay, maybe send some fleas down to the the Brooklyn Godswood or, or the Brooklyn Museum. I know he's usually over by there and do some work over here, Lord Hand.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll try to track him down. If he's in Prospect Park, he's in the wind, but I'll see what I can do.
0: All right, so maybe we'll hear from Lord, depending on how fast those fleas can work, but I don't think we have to, We certainly don't have time for it right now. When it was such a big episode, two of of the final six, uh, this episode was, it aired last night, of course, as we record this. It was called A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. So evidently that's, you know, a reference to Sir Brienne. what do you think of Sir Brienne? What do you think of the episode in general? Broad strokes, Lord Hand. Did you enjoy this one? Yes,
1: I was a little drunk basically freaking out about every no that doesn't sound like you basically just like losing it a little bit every time one of the reunions happened every time one of the characters got their payoff in one sense we got i mean we closed the book on a lot of characters which means that a lot of characters are going to die that's
0: what i would suspect yeah
1: yeah and in another sense it almost felt like thrones classic where just like we would hop around i mean this is from room to room not literally all over the realm but we're hopping around and like conversations are happening and it's Kind of hard to remember what all occurred
0: in the episode itself. You mean? What yeah, it, it was really well, it, not a lot. I mean, really, yeah. It was it was definitely character based one. I liked the episode as well. I also got a little bit liquored up for this one. Maybe that's the way I should watch the show to not get upset over things that annoy me. <laughs> but I did like it. It I did feel I, I get a little bit of the classic feel you're talking about. I saw that it was. It also felt very Lord of the Rings. I would say in one sense. Well, I don't know. I was just getting more of a Lord of the Rings vibe than I normally get from the show. I mean, specifically, I guess like the prior to the Battle of what is it, Helm's Deep, I believe. Two towers, if everyone's trapped in the castle, kind of you know an evil threat coming, and they're having those type of conversations. That's that's what I was getting. At.
1: Sure, I think all those quotes are pretty overt. Be all the young people and old people being sent to, and women uh, who don't want to fight being sent to like the caves so that they can be protected. Also, that is not going to work out. We are getting a bit of ahead our of ourselves by me saying it. Yeah. The the crypts are going to be a bad place for people. It is not going to go well.
0: It it definitely seems like they're setting uh, off uh, Chekhov's uh, you know safe crypt or however you would say this phrase. Like it's they keep saying that the the crypt is the safest place. and might end up being the least safe place.
1: They really just need the pilot to say that it's his last. You know, it's his last run before retirement. and He's going to go home to his sweetheart.
0: Yep, that's true. I mean, uh, I don't know if um you know if there's something bad gonna happen there. Why wouldn't Bran be able to to let them know that that's a bad place? We still don't, I guess, hundred percent know if Bran is on the side of good. I mean, it, it's seeming like something's gotta happen there. Where how he can't just be omniscient. I mean, there was a part today where they asked if the dragon fire can kill the White Walkers, and he said he doesn't know because it's never been done. So that I at least that's some excuse to not to know something. Because I guess he's supposed to be like. A human encyclopedia of the events of the world. but right. If there's something funky with the crypts, like some way for the white walkers to get in there or something, that's something he should probably be able to know. Right.
1: Hard to say. I would imagine unless it's a thing that he's holding back because like, it has to happen this way, which is the thing that when you give someone that power, like in the last shitty Avengers movie, like when you give someone the power to see the past and the future and like, know how things are going to work out often a way to get around how that just breaks the entire work is to have that character be like, well, we'll always had to happen this way. I was, you know, I couldn't tell anybody.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, with this brand stuff, there is going to be some element, maybe not next episode, but by, by the final episode, I guess probably the finale. It seems like there's going to be some element of time travel because they set the whole thing up, right? With the whole the door, everything like that. So I guess theoretically we could be in for some type of situation where Winterfell and everyone gets destroyed like you think is going to happen and it seems clear the battle's next week, they're going to lose like you were talking about last episode or last podcast, but maybe then they somehow go back in time and prevent it or something, I, yeah, who knows but it seems like that's got to happen, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know about going back in time to prevent it, I think To prevent um, something
0: or to change something right?
1: I mean, Yeah, I'm still kind of relying on my assumption that like Cersei bringing over the Golden Company twenty thousand fresh human bodies is gonna have something
0: to do with it. But something to do with Brad's whole thing. You think that's connected in some way?
1: Well, something to do with how literally people survive after losing the Battle of Winterfell.
0: Yeah, I mean that's gonna have something to do with it too, I'm sure. But I- I'm just trying to think of with the end game. I'm just trying to think of what how this is all fitting in in terms of, like, the magical element or whatever you want to call it, because they...
1: I almost don't know if we're going to get something on that level, like another brand traveling through the tree episode.
0: But wow I just feel like, what's the point of even having any of that stuff in there then? What do you mean? I like setting up the whole the aspect that he can do that with the Hodor thing and stuff. It, it couldn't just be just to have this Hodor storyline. doesn't really make sense narrative-wise, right? I think at least like
1: I think it made enough sense. I I don't think we need, and he's obviously my least favorite character on the show. So like whatever with that second least.
0: I thought Sam ra- raised above him even for. Yeah
1: you. yeah, Sam is Sam is one of my, Picadillos.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah I don't I don't know that we need a payoff on like Bran being the magical child. I think he gave us the payoff. It was like yes, I am the keeper of the flame. So he wants to kill me so that humans stop remembering how to have society. He wants. The, like eternal Night, uh i think that is enough of a thing and i'm sure we'll get but, some kind of showdown but i don't know i think you are setting yourself up for disappointment if you think there's gonna be some like travel back in time through the tree do battle with the knight's king on like some mystical plane or if he's gonna do some no, time travel well, to undo everything like i don't think he's capable of that kind of performance the character with I the powers know. he's he's shown us
0: I'm just trying to look at it from a narrative standpoint, or from what they're sh- they've they given us. They could have still had the whole thing of Himbri and the Three-Eyed Raven being the human like history book, whatever, and not had the Hodor thing where they went back in time and fuck- fucked around with stuff. I don't see why they would put that in there unless it's going to have some uh, some relevance to the end, so Maybe. I guess I disagree with you. But, but we'll see. I mean, uh, like I said, it's probably going to be something in the finale. Maybe we'll see it next week. We got to see what's going on with this whole battle next week, but... Uh yeah, like like we're kind of talking about. Uh, I guess we, I guess in a little bit we can predict who lives, who dies. Certainly, this episode was almost all about preamble to some death. You know, with everything, it was like like you're saying, like my last day or retirement or whatever. Like this whole all this type of thing. Brienne finally gets knighted. You know whatnot. Just to start it off, I'm pretty much expecting her to die next week.
1: I think she dies. I'm less convinced that Jamie lives. Torment is gonna die. Um,
0: I would think Jamie's clearly getting set up. It it seems like he's set up to die, but but he has still something to do, with Cersei. So I just don't.
1: I just don't like... like. I I I don't expect him to do that, and I haven't for a while.
0: Hmm. I thought you even might have told me something about like you saw like in in the, was there something about in the in the season uh trailer that he was like back in King's Landing or something? I don't think so. Maybe I I thought you had mentioned something about that a while ago, but well anyway. Before we get more predictions going and stuff, let's. Uh, I say what else happened in the episode? I guess I mean they had the whole. Well, I mean, <laughs> kind of uh, <laughs> bearing the lead a little bit on what people are talking about at least. Uh, it's mushroom, which <laughs> we can You know, America's daughter, Arya Stark, kind of. Uh, <laughs> we, we all, uh, we all saw that that her uh, become a woman, I suppose. Which, how did you feel about that? Just in the aspect, not on the narrative or, or character level, but. On a more, you know, viewer level I guess with that.
1: We didn't watch her have sex. So I am yeah. fine with like a the character's between fifteen and seventeen years old. I'm I'm fine with the fact that she slept with a character who was between sixteen and nineteen years old. Like I don't I don't see what the freak out is. Just because like we saw that actress play a little girl ten years ago, then she's
0: But, but that's why I mean I mean every person who is a Disney
1: girl. star spends their entire career working to get over that, like uh, it's just like people grow up yeah
0: but i mean i felt i felt kind of weird watching it like i did i mean i'm fine with it happening from again that's why i was trying to remove like the narrative angle from it or the character or the, but just from that aspect of yeah like i know the actress is 21 or whatever and but even like you're saying with disney those disney actors whatever they don't do that in the same property yeah maybe they'll do something later a movie whatever later when they're adults but this is like the same this is a Fairly rare situation, in my opinion, to have it from the same show. Just even a show going this long, I guess, from filming.
1: Mm. So, like... We see Sally Draper go through puberty. I don't think we see her, like, get it in, but...
0: No, we don't. And,
1: yeah. I don't know. It, it, I don't know. The criticism rung a little hollow for me. Like, these are the same people who, every week, watch these horny, like, thirsty teens get it in on Riverdale. which is like, fuck off.
0: Teens that are played by 24 year five six seven 5, 6, 7 year old, whatever that...
1: Yeah, it's just because Maisie Williams is short and we, like, we have seen footage of her as a child that this is not okay. Like, I I don't understand. I I just don't understand how that's... I mean, we didn't see her body. It's fine.
0: Saw so a little bit of it. I don't know if it was a body double or something, but... Like, but, yeah, I'm not saying I agree with any criticism. I just think, like, I think it's fine to feel, like, kind of weird, like it is like a weird kind of thing like i don't. I think know. it's
1: a boring opinion for babies
0: all right <laughs> i mean so all right fine but yeah obviously that's that's like the number one memed thing or whatever from this one you know i would say for sure um, and really i would say uh a girl did not did not uh climax based on the look we were getting uh, from the the later uh shot, montage shot right
1: she's just got a lot on her mind and nobody comes the first time
0: well women especially i would say Yeah. i guess so that's not that's probably uh, accurate but th- there are still funny memes about her saying like with th- that face being like uh, should have went to patrick instead or whatever
1: oh god patrick we still haven't seen the hog and we might not
0: i don't think we're going to i am you know i know asparagus cast on the fine actor that plays him but i i doubt that in real life he's really packing the legendary uh, equipment that his character on the show is supposed to have so you know uh, they could do. You can use. A they could do a Dirk Diggler thing We're putting something fake in. Or whatever. Yeah.
1: Do we see Dirk Diggler's penis in that movie? Yes,
0: yeah, like the last scene. It's literally the last scene of Boogie Nights. Yeah.
1: Oh, where he like can't get hard.
0: Uh, I don't remember if it is even that he can't get hard. He's just like talking to himself in the mirror, flaps it out, and is like just like.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: But I don't even remember if he's pumping himself up to get hard. I don't think... I think he's just, like, pumping himself up in general to still be, like... a, You know, still think he's, like, oh, the man or whatever. Oh, I gotta rewatch that. It's been a while, but... It's my definitely favorite see movie. Something. Yeah. Then how do you... It's your favorite movie and you don't even remember the, the final scene?
1: I don't remember whether his... Like, I didn't remember whether his hog came out.
0: Oh, yeah, it came out. It comes out. Yeah, and I'm, I don't think Padraig, anyway, is gonna have a chance at this point. I mean, do we think he lives... Probably not.
1: No, no, because why would they? Why would Jamie and Brienne talk about his skills? We like he's not great. He'll get there. It was like right before the like on the eve of the battle, where we know a bunch of characters are gonna die. Podrick's gonna die.
0: Yeah, probably. And like I said, I'm. It seems like Brienne is set up too, because I don't know what else she really has to do at this point. And the scene with her getting knighted was it was a nice scene. Like a lot of stuff in this episode is like. I liked a lot of what we saw. Again, like, I wish they'd got there a better way, a more satisfying way. But some of the stuff happening in this, I could see in the books even, like, yeah, some of the same stuff happening, just getting there a different way again.
1: We're talking some really nice bows on a lot of, like, character stuff, which means, like, everyone, like we said earlier, that everyone's gonna fucking die.
0: Yeah. Now... In terms of who's taken taking the hardest L this episode, I would definitely say Daenerys. Uh, did not have a good outing in uh, episode two here. I was even saying after episode one, like I was getting sick of her hubris saying that she's deserving uh, to get taken down a peg or to potentially die in battle. Maybe it could happen, I don't know. But uh, I wasn't even, by the end of this one, I did kind of feel a little bit sorry for her here and there, even though I'm still not really rooting for her in terms of like ind- independent, uh, battles like with sansa or whatever you want to call them thing I, I like the scene where sansa kind of smacked her down a little bit that was pretty good yeah, um, yeah when it seemed like they were getting the common ground or whatever like it was a good shot of her pulling her hand away and stuff like that then, <laughs> yeah then interrupted by theon which i guess a side tangent to him that was a nice scene too with even though i was like oh i was predicting he'd be back for the battle last week so i was even though it's like again with the world being whatever you know I guess the White Walkers are coming in from every angle. You know, Torn comes in and says, anyone else, anyone that's not here now uh, is with the dead, but, you know, Theon can just roll in. Maybe that happened before, but... Still it might,
1: on, he, it so. might have.
0: Whatever. But, and then some people, I guess, seem to be implying that Sansa, and or, or we're reading into it that Sansa and Theon are getting romantic, which I, uh, yeah, I don't think been, so. They showed them in a montage. But they
1: were raised as brother and sister. I don't like, think well, so. Well,
0: on this show, that hardly means
1: <laughs> okay. Any, anything.
0: Okay. But yes, but also, of course, he's been eunuchized, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a, more of a mutual trauma survivor type of thing, but it, they did look a little cozy, I guess, in the, front, in the other shot with them, in that pod song montage, but I, I don't know. I don't see where that's I mean, what do we think Theon's going to do? Well, all right, I, I do want to talk more about him, but just since I was still on the Daenerys point about the L as she took this episode, I guess we'll finish that up. So Grey Worm and Masande seem like they're going to hop ship on her if they live, which is maybe questionable. So she doesn't even know about that L yet. Grey
1: Worm's going to die for sure.
0: Probably, but even if they lived or whatever, they had the scene about them saying they want to leave. Yeah. So that's another L for her. And then the biggest one, of course, finding out about John slash Aegon at the end of the episode right so
1: yeah and they didn't really get to resolve that because we ended the episode with the the army of the dead showing up Sans Night King
0: well I'm assuming he's there as well but he's probably up on the dragon frankly yeah probably Um, but with that you know of course she uh goes right to not saying a word about their actually related aunt nephew like oh shit, I've been banging my nephew, goes right to, oh wait, you're saying you have a better claim to the throne than me. So predictable, of course, but fittingly in character there. And that's just another thing where, you know, what Sam said last time, would she put aside, would she do the same thing as you putting aside the crown for the greater good or whatever? Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem like it. But that's, that is a part where I was starting to at least see her perspective, like, especially when it's like, oh, you're a, so your your brother and your best friend told you this. Like, that's pretty convenient. Yeah. Which you would think that even though it is true, right?
1: Right, right. I'm not sure what, where we go with the tension in that scene. Because John seems pretty resolved, or has said at least, that he does not want to rule. And also, I'm not sure he survives this battle.
0: And maybe she doesn't... I don't know. I mean, I, I, hmm. I, I think it would be... I'm trying to think what I, what would be... More would be just a more fitting ending if only one of them survives. I mean, I have the whole thing about John's already been dead once, so it's kind of repetitive, but I think you were, when we were talking about that on the previous episode or two, uh, I think we talked about this on the the preseason episode. You were saying an opposite opinion to that one, I think, that he sh- should die.
1: Yeah, I mean, the show is capable of killing him a second time. He's done his job, you know?
0: Yeah. It, do we think there's any possible? i guess this is more getting into, like, predictions for next time, but is there any possibility that Daenerys just betrays him in some way, It takes off, anything like that?
1: I don't think so. We got some shots of the Unsullied fighting uh, in the next on. I guess. I really don't see that happening, but I don't know. Like, my— best guess is that this is setting up a bunch of tension to be resolved in the fourth episode in the time between the battles where it parallels too with the bit about you know she came here to conquer because she alone can promise just rule but what happens after she dies she can't have children it also couples with the thing that sansa was saying it was like sansa was saying that the north will not accept a another foreign ruler like i'm telling you so it could be that she finds that her destiny and is satisfied with this finds that her destiny was to save westeros not to rule it which would be and like, and like if she is fine with that then everyone gets to have a happy ending as long as they survive the two battles
0: yeah well that's a thing and also there was a thing when she's talking with sansa or sansa hey you've been spending a lot of time in chicago you can say Sans. i'm sure they say sansa over there
1: it's pronounced uh, malort
0: yeah, I don't think, you think actually, you think Malord is what Tormund was drinking out of his big horn?
1: Almost definitely.
0: But when she was saying, you know, I'm here for his war or whatever, or whatever, right. who convinced who or whatever, that, that wasn't the exact phrasing or word, but that was interesting to me. But um, so basically on what you were just saying about the two characters, it seems like to have that f- fulfillment, they're both going to have to survive episode three, right? Unless they get brought, one of them gets brought back to life.
1: Yeah, at least she and Sansa are. Yeah. I mean, I
0: am still expecting Melisandre to show up again. I don't know where exactly, but I, I guess theoretically John could die again and be brought back again, or maybe Danny dies and gets brought back.
1: It would be weird to say that to have Melisandre say that she has to come back to die in this land and have that be a series wrap on her.
0: Yeah, and she has to meet Arya again too. At least if they go by what she said on the, the time they met, when she's like oh, I believe she told her she'd see her again as well.
1: That's right. Maybe she's with the Golden Company.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, why did she leave in the first place? It just seemed pretty convenient because they didn't want to have that character in those episodes or whatever. But I mean, I guess she had to get away from Davos, but... And that's one thing, you know, I just have a couple of smaller complaints this episode because, again, I did like it overall. But one thing that is bothering me a little bit is I feel like Sir Davos' character is almost entirely retconned at this point. When I was really seeing it, like, I know they're having the whole scene together in the hall. We haven't talked about that one as much. I mean, that's where Brian got knighted. We talked about that, but we didn't talk about the scene as a whole, which I like them all being together. I mean, another small complaint is, like, there's six people in this hall. Like, there's so many people at Winterfell right now. That thing would be crowded as fuck, but that's sure. a TV thing. You know, that's fine. I can I can suspend my disbelief on that one, but does Davos does not... he. In my opinion, Davos, even if he's forgiven, whatever, he should have hold some ill will toward Tyrion for it. Because his son died in the Battle of Blackwater, based directly on Tyrion's machinations to, like, blow the whole thing up with wildfire. Even if he's, like, gotten over it to some extent, I don't see why him and Tyrion should be, like, buddy-buddy and whatever. And Tyrion's even saying stuff like, you And he keeps talking. I do. I also feel they like kind of retconned him into, like not being able to fight at all like that's all he's opening his mouth every time now being like i'm no fighter i don't i don't know how i survived these old battles and whatever do you care about anything like what i'm saying here like that stuff doesn't bother you
1: at all. no it doesn't bother me at all yeah i mean he belongs to a contingent of it's the same thing we were talking about last time a contingent of people on the show whose weapon is their brain. And who aren't going to be able to swing a sword in the final battle and that is okay and there's a space for them a in the planning it, it, of this battle and be in the world whatever the world looks like afterward um because he's going to have he's going to live the same hell as everyone else here even if he's saying constantly i cannot fight i cannot fight and also maybe he can fight a little maybe we get a payoff on that
0: yeah well i think he can but and I, that's what i'm saying i think it's a little bit of a retcon because there are other battles too there's a battle with stannis and the North against the Wildlings. I mean, they kind of routed them, but still, he fought in that, right? Like, that doesn't come up. I, I don't know. But it's more about the Tyrion thing that annoys me. Like, I feel like they should have at least had some conversation about that or something. I, I don't know. And also, and I, I was thinking about this in the first place just now because of, like, the Jon Snow thing in the first place. In that season, it was pretty big stretch that Davos was the one who was, like, getting Jon to get resurrected by Melisandre. Yeah. When previously he didn't care about any of this or he didn't actively was against that type of thing so and yeah i don't know i just feel like that's one character that the show obviously wants to have on it and be kind of the heart in some aspect so they just kind of are forcing him in as like a utility whatever player but
1: yeah i guess
0: uh but anyway do do we think he dies next
1: time or he's gonna live Uh, you know what i think he lives
0: Okay, I'm not sure what he else has to do. Well, like I'm saying, he's like the utility guy, he could do anything, I guess. But, And frankly, for Tyrion, for that matter, I got stuff saying frankly all the time. When I was listening or editing last week's podcast, I, I said frankly like nine times in like half an hour span. I was like, Jesus Christ. So, what's a good synonym for that? Honestly? Honestly, what does Tyrion really have left to do when we really think about it? Apparently, he's going to be in the crypt, not fighting that's what Danny said. But again, we're thinking the crypt, something bad's going to go there anyway, so could he actually die?
1: He absolutely could.
0: Does he have too much plot armor somehow or whatever? Everyone's plot favorite armor. character armor.
1: Yeah, I think probably. He also just like, he, he and Sansa and, and Davos, people like this, Like I think the show is making a point to like clear some room for them, again, in whatever the world looks like after this. The uh, people whose first instinct isn't like John to you know draw your sword and charge
0: yeah that's true and it, i know i did think it was uh interesting comments he made i'm sure it's not gonna go like it was just a joke i think it's not actually what's really gonna happen but did you catch when he was like um uh, he was talking to jamie and then like jamie went to go look at brandon didn't realize he was he was just still talking to him but what he said was like i could go if i get turned into a white essentially i could go kill cersei that way when i'm already dead yeah Which would be pretty funny to happen.
1: That, uh, Again, that had to be like to a wink like. at the fans. I, that's obviously not going to happen.
0: But it would be, it would, it would be funny. I like the line too about like, um, yeah, it was probably one of the better Tyrion episodes in a while for sure. I had a little more to do, more people to talk to at least. And his line about like, I wish father could see us die, about to die defending Winterfell.
1: <laughs> yeah, very good. Very, very nice reunion between him and ja- uh, Jamie. Uh, obviously between Jamie and Brienne. A lot of good reunions. Again.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a reunion season so far. First two episodes. Um, well, it's
1: about to be a parting of the ways.
0: <laughs> I guess back to what we think might happen in the battle here. I was gonna get into before I switch back to Daenerys. I was gonna keep going on with Theon. So Theon City's going to guard Bran, which is fitting. There's a lot of full circle type stuff this episode because, like, he initially saved Bran in the first season, if you recall, as well already. Yes. Now he could potentially do it again. What purpose does he have? Is it to like die saving? The Red Raven slash Bran somehow. Is it something else?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of content to let the game, the show, position him however it wants at this point. Because, like, I didn't want him there anyway. I hadn't even thought to have a guess of how that plays out in the Godswood. I assume everyone protecting Bran dies and Bran might also die. Or, or Or near enough to it. I don't know what the Ironborn are gonna do in the Godswood. Obviously, we know the Night King is going to go there and come after Bran, which means the th- the fighting will be. Well, all the-
0: all those red shirts are gonna die for sure. Yeah,
1: the the fighting will be pretty rough there. So yeah, Theon could die for sure, um, and that would be maybe a satisfying conclusion for you know his whole shit arc.
0: But he has to do something. He can't just die like or there's no point. Like he has to do something first, right? Whether it's saving Brad or something.
1: Right, well, the classic fantasy uh, or medieval anything trope is that, like, drawing your sword as someone else is running away and being like, I'll buy you time, and then, like, everyone knows that you're dead, but they don't see you die on screen. Do you
0: Are you saying, are you disparaging the Theon's arc in the show just now when you say that? It's a shit arc or whatever?
1: I didn't, I, I didn't like anything he did. Well, it's not
0: like what the character's doing, in, but it's still, like, a good. I well, and that's tor- one of the The torture porn the thing.
1: One of the better arcs, do you think?
0: Well, I'm. I guess I'm using a lot of book stuff in my thinking as well. In the books, I definitely think it's one of the better arcs. It's not sure. finished yet, obviously. But what what happens on the show gets a little muddled because again, it's another thing they have to have the character here, there, the film, and whatever. Obviously, Jamie's arc, in my opinion, got screwed this way as well. But I do. I do still think with the this whole redemption things, even you know another full circle coming in today with fighting for Lady Sansa again, protecting Bran, whatever, whatever. It's like it, it's a better arc than most of the characters had probably or more stuff happened at least he changed a lot i don't
1: know like i don't i don't know why we spent so much time following theon around waiting for him to find redemption when there were so many other characters doing so many more interesting things
0: right well maybe there is i mean maybe that's kind of the path i'm going down with this line of thought right now like is there some big thing he has to do
1: yeah i mean i guess i'm certain that he serves a purpose here i just like i'm not that interested in the price we paid for to to get him there it could have been any other character
0: okay and then so wh- well let me ask you what what is who are you super invested in right now
1: i'm invested in cersei Oh,
0: well, of course i was gonna you know we <laughs> <laughs> that speaking of burying the lead i i'm surprised you like this episode when your when home girl didn't even get an appearance didn't show up at all
1: uh the yeah she hit she hit you know pretty hard In episode one, and I can wait another episode and a half to see her, maybe. I am invested in Jamie, Brienne, and Tormund. I am invested in Sansa. I guess Arya now. Uh, Even though she had those two wretched seasons where she didn't do absolutely anything. Now that she's
0: getting some pipe, getting getting some hammer more accurately.
1: Getting the hammer.
0: There's there's tons of them you could do. The euphemisms don't end when you're banging a blacksmith.
1: Absolutely Um, not. And we
0: didn't... Okay. Uh, We can mention as well that... That's another little bit of a full circle thing with the Baratheon-Stark uh, uh, matchup, you know, the, the Robert Baratheon-I <laughs> have a son, you have a daughter uh, deal. He just oh, didn't know which yeah. son and daughter it's yeah. going to be.
1: That's cute. I hadn't thought about that at all, actually. I let that one slip right past me. I'm interested in Davos and Tyrion, I think, now that we've had that conversation about them.
0: Well, that, but that's I'm invested in but the my hand. point of... Oh, the hound, right? Well, I mean, kind of like how it seems like Jamie has to live because he still has unfinished business down south, it seems like Sandor, Clegane is in the same boat, right? Yeah. I gotta assume Beric the Andarian, is finally gonna get it here, permanently wise, (laughs) at least. Um, Yeah, I
1: don't see what else he has left to do, and he seems pretty resigned to it.
0: With Beric, I guess, I mean, they could. If we do think John, Danny, someone big that has to still live, is gonna die and be resurrected. Uh Sans Melisandre. I guess they could throw in the what happens in the book with Don Darien, where he Lady Stoneheart comes about. Uh, uh, this is book reader stuff, of course. But Lady Stoneheart comes about by him giving his life up to bring her back, and he's permanently dead. Now she's alive. So I guess that could happen.
1: We're not getting Lady Stoneheart. No,
0: I'm not saying getting Lady Stoneheart, but the part of Beric giving up his final life mm. to bring someone back to life that could still be
1: on the table. It looks like maybe, maybe.
0: Otherwise he's probably just gonna die uh, fighting tomorrow or yeah, not tomorrow but uh in the battle next week and there's a I liked that they had Jora let's get into him a little bit um to, they they acknowledged that Lady Mormont's his cousin obviously and everything and she like she's uh, still suffering no fools of course uh, but oh, I liked that they had a little she's gonna die with them yeah she's probably on the chopping block I would have to imagine. I would assume he's on the chopping block. Uh, it was cool that Sam gave him the heart span the sword, though, and that's another full circle type of thing. So, you know, more connections coming in there, which, like, if I was Sam, I'd be like, all right, he didn't explicitly say this, but I would assume it would be like, all right, you have the sword just for this battle, alone to kill these walkers, then, you know, if we yeah, live, yeah. It, I'll take it back in my family or whatever. But it probably won't even come to that, but I was thinking that, too.
1: No, and we've seen in the first trailer Sam wielding Heartspan, which we've not seen yet, which means that like we have. I, I think Jor dies and Sam gets it back,
0: and he just goes and snatches it back up. Yeah, because Sam said he is going to be there for the battle. Like he, John was like, "Yeah, he can go down in the crypt or whatever." But well, if we think something a foul is going to run into the, you know, gonna go down in the crypts, so let's should we kind of categorize who's going to actually be in there? Little girls protecting people down there, <laughs> little soup girl. We got her.
1: Soup girl survives unequivocally.
0: Yeah, I would have to imagine little, uh, the, uh, little lady, uh, or the younger lady, Stark is down there. Who she was? I, I noted her in the one scene where it's like literally every you know they're all standing around and wherever they're and Winterfell it planning. It's like every major character, and then like Stark right in there too. Like that's nice. another thing where I'm like thinking about the actors being like, yeah, you're you're lucky you got this. You slid this in on the end here.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, that's... I'm joking around. I don't... Yeah, maybe they might show her down there, but she's not really a factor. Uh, Sansa, obviously, I would think would be down there, kind of, like, being in... I mean, I'm thinking Sansa is going to be taking the Cersei position from the Blackwater battle, you know, kind, with the women and children kind of, like, running running the course down there. I think so. There, especially since it's Winterfell. So she should be there. Who, I mean, and then Tyrion has been told to be down there, so they're back together i would assume what other is there any other major characters that should be in that group
1: davos will be in the crypt
0: no he won't be because that specifically daenerys said Tyrion's like i'll be with davos on the wall doing the signal and Tyr- and danny was like no davos can do it. He's capable of doing it himself i want you to it.
1: uh i thought they said so no it
0: was, it was davos i remember that specific got it got it okay I guess Gilly and Baby Sam are just characters we know will be down there. Obviously, that could be trouble. Maybe. Her name
1: is actually pronounced
0: Gela. Gela. Yeah, so any of these people could die if we think something's going to go bad. I mean, I don't think is going to die, but maybe. That would be fucked. I guess I've, I've said the whole time I think she'll be one of the characters to survive the
1: whole series. I do too. But... Brutal um, spur-of-the-moment fan theory. Baby Sam is going to be captured and turned into a White Walker.
0: Cause that was supposed to be his fate from the beginning, right? That exactly. Be another full circle type of thing. That's true. That's fitting. But do you really think the? I mean, I, I suppose that if the White Walkers just wreck shop here, uh, Winterfell, and there's people left alive, they w- they would just take the kid, the babies, right to turn. I guess that makes sense. Not just Sam, but any of the babies they can probably get, right? Yeah. Or is there something special? Was there something special about Craster's children? Why they wanted them specifically? Or, or they just no, they just left
1: Craster alone team? because because they kept making because he was the giving it to them. Yeah.
0: But there, but there's nothing apart from that why they would want his baby specifically. No. Okay. Is there anyone we haven't talked about? you think is going to die or live? I mean, Arya, you're saying you th- you said she's going to live, right? Or Arya, I mean, she's more live. likely to die than Sansa, right? Probably.
1: Of all the people who have plot armor, Arya is going to live,
0: even though she. Her, her banging Gendry isn't like, her her uh, last night uh, her retirement or whatever. I don't think so. Do you, by the way, I mean, this is kind of weird to say, I guess since I was the one who was, like, saying it's weird, it was weird to see the scene a little bit because of the actress, but do you think if Gendry would have, like, not been into it for whatever reason that she would have, like, forced herself on him? I, I kind of get that that vibe as well.
1: I don't think so. I think she also knew he was into her.
0: I mean, yeah, she probably did, but I just feel like... From the way her character is now, like, that wouldn't be above her or whatever. Beneath her. She pretty much does what she wants. Kills people without mercy, all that stuff, like.
1: I don't know. I I, I think that's a misreading. I think she kills people who she thinks deserve it without mercy. I think she. Yes, but it's all, all, you know. Would be able to handle that rejection.
0: Subjective. I don't know. I guess. You know, it's just kind of like my, I don't know. I'm just thinking how the char- how it seems like the character acts now, but yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't, they wouldn't actually do something like that. that. Would be a, a beyond the pale probably. But I did say like when we were talking about this preseason and stuff, I want the shocks, man. I want to be surprised by something. And Have I'm you been surprised by anything yet? Yeah. Looking for them. Yeah. I was a little bit surprised that they had that scene even at all. How it was a little bit, but not like crazy shocked or anything. Other than that, I don't. I mean, no, nothing surprised me really.
1: No, me either, I guess.
0: I mean, if Danny does, like I said before, like somehow, like decide to just fuck off on the dragon or whatever, that would surprise me.
1: That would be, yes, (laughs) that would be very surprising.
0: I mean, maybe it's like, I'm trying to think why that would happen. Maybe if she's, well, also, we didn't get into this really, but I know we'll we'll wrap it up soon here, uh, Lord Hand, but is, are we, I mean, I'm certainly expecting her to be riding Drogon in the battle. Are we expecting Jon to be riding Rhaegal in the battle?
1: That's a lock, Yes.
0: Okay. So I guess maybe it could be a situation where Rhaegal goes down as well to the uh, the Night King's javelin or whatever he does, and uh, she's just... Or a, to Viserion. Or to Viserion, I guess. I mean, yeah, I would, yeah there's got to be dragon-on-dragon dragon, uh, action coming episode three. That's got to be a, practically a lock, I would think. I think so. And with CGI, uh, with the, they did at least uh, CGI in for a little half-scene there in the background <laughs> kind of...
1: Which was the first time we've seen him since uh, I heard on another show, season six, episode three.
0: I mean, I really think that the showrunners just want us to be like, assume even when he's not there, we're not seeing him. Just like They want us to just pretend he's there like yeah, because they know like that they're not going to see Jam. It definitely didn't even seem like he was really like, like characters didn't even like touch him or like interact with him at all. I think they literally just like composited him <laughs> in whatever scene. Yeah. They're like, we got to get him in one scene here. All right, so any more, any final predictions, Lord Hand? You know, you've done a bad job. Well, you've done a bad job of saying what's happened in the past with my personal, you know, cash, you know, my personal issues, but maybe you're better at being the Nostradamus for the future. Is that what your strong suit? You know, I mean, I was saying already that I was taking, I was starting to see Danny's side a little bit this episode, and I might uh, take that all the way down to thinking about placing that hand pin. On, you know, somebody else, like she was (laughs) thinking about this time. So, you might want to come correct right now with a good prediction for me before we wrap
1: up. I've been saying this whole time that, like, they're going to lose the Battle of Winterfell. And that's why, like, we know Episode 5 is also a big battle. I'm starting to wonder, in kind of a terrified way, if they just get this all out of the way in one episode. And then for the last three episodes, it is about going south to take out Cersei and her new army. And, like... How do you build up this and, and, and hopefully this just won't be the case, but how do you build up this like supernatural evil, uh end of the world scenario and then it's not even the last battle you fight? And that maybe my prejudice is coming in from other fantasy properties, like the Wheel of Time book series that I always am referencing, because the author of this show copied it direct or of this book series copied it directly on several occasions. I just don't know that it'll be satisfying for us to say in one episode we've saved the realms of man granted one 80 minute episode we've saved the realms of man from the great other and now we have to f- now we have to focus on the mad queen down south
0: well i mean it seems like that's not i mean you had even predicted before that they are going to get routed or lose the battle so you, i think they are going to you're lose. not saying are you saying now they might i'm
1: saying okay. what so if that's they not going to be the final lose. fight uh, what if they win here and Cersei comes north and tries to mop them up with the Golden Company? And that's episode five. That would suck, I think.
0: I mean, yeah, I just don't think... It, yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem like it's going to happen, but...
1: Uh, that's just a worry that I've been carrying.
0: I do agree. That wouldn't be great. Wouldn't be satisfying. All right, well...
1: Uh, so as far as predictions, Jon Snow and Rhaegal die. Yeah,
0: I'll say it. And is, do they get brought back? Like, is Rhaegal going to be an ice dragon now? And is Jon going to be, like somehow fighting for the night king now yes that would i mean now this would be interesting to me what if i'm just kind of thinking about this myself but what you know danny's already worried right now about him if if it's true which she seems to essentially believe it from the little scene we got she wasn't saying even though she brought up the thing about your friend and brother told you this it still seemed like she was like oh this probably is true and like already getting on the defensive with it but what we know about john is that he doesn't he really doesn't care right about being king or whatever. Well, what if, what if he gets, you know, killed again, taken over by, the, brought back in a different way by the Night King or the White Walkers or whatever, and now it's like, I do want to take over, I'm going to be the ruler, uh, Aegon Targaryen, Death yeah. Targaryen, and just, like, and then she really does have to, like, have a, a battle with him, like, that would be pretty crazy.
1: That would be wild, I don't, we haven't seen their magic work that way, they're pretty much bringing back, like, mindless creatures or other White Walkers, but...
0: yeah. Maybe it's something to do with him already getting dying. Once Maybe so. Back. I, I don't know. They could they could explain it some way. I mean, I, if John does die again and come back, I really want him to be different this time and not just be the same exact. Same well, character. every time he comes back, there's another less. kind of frustration. But well, supposedly it doesn't really it doesn't really show in John. At least yeah. Way. All right, Lord Hand. Well, I'll let you get go to your your bed chambers there. Do you sleep with one of those uh, old timey nightcaps and take like, a cup of hot? I was going to say hot milk, but for you it'd probably be a hot, hot mold wine into the bedchamber. Let's say yes. Okay. I knew you were going to say something.
1: A full Victorian nightgown. Yeah. Elizabethan nightgown. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what, I don't know what era that is. Victorian.
0: All right. I certainly don't either. But if you want that, that hand pen to stay fastened to that old school nightgown, you better come correct. Next episode of the small council, but uh, I'll bid you adieu for this one. Lord hand. Have a good evening. All right, see you at the end of the world. I'll see you there. Pod Boys Productions.